Knock, knock. Who's there? Do you want two CDs? Do I want two CDs what? Do you want two CDs nuts? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible knock, knock. I'm like 12 years old, I swear to God. <laughs> This is Nicole, your host of Random Insanity Podcast. And this is Jennifer. <laughs> if you could tell, I'm a little immature at times. So, what's at up? times. Okay, like <laughs> say all the time. Like 100% of the time. <laughs> so, what's up, Jennifer? What would you been up to? What you uh, not been doing? Much. I've just been watching Netflix and chilling at home. Netflix and chill. Yeah. You haven't been men banging and chilling? No, I don't I don't have that service available. Oh. <laughs> Sucks to be you. You're missing out on three whole channels. I know. <laughs> so what did you do this weekend? Oh, since like the last oh. Or since the last time I saw you. Uh, let's see. Um I finally gave in and subscribed to Barkbox. Woo! Since like the since we talked about it on the seventh episode, I was like you know what? I need. I, I should do it. So I did it, and it was only one dollar for the first box. So I got happy and I did it. Is that because of the holidays? No, it's just like a promotional item. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was a, a Facebook thing. You know, Facebook knows your tracked your cookies, and they're yeah. like, hey, they've been searching for Bark Box lately. So let's uh, give her a promo. So it said one dollar till Friday only. So I felt the peer pressure. I said, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I subscribed. It was one dollar, and then I did a six month plan. So I did that, and it's a dollar for the first box or a dollar for the six months or one dollar for the first box, and then it's like twenty dollars. Oh, okay. For uh, That's still a good deal. Twenty four dollars for six months. It, it's twenty dollars a month if you pay for the one year subscription. But I didn't want to commit that long yet, so <laughs> I didn't want a long term relationship <laughs> with BarkBox yet. So you're gonna take it easy. Yeah, I want to take it slow. You know, I want to see it's, if it's worth it. If it's worth my time and money. Cool. Yeah, so. And then after all the madness of Knotfest that we talked about last mm-hmm. time, I rested for a while and then we I went to Blind Guardian. Yes, last night. Yeah. House of Blues. How was that? It was really good. I've actually never heard of them until you know, my friend Nick bought some tickets. He's like, You're going to this concert and I said, Okay, I don't know who they are, but I'll go with you since it's free ninety nine <laughs> <laughs> So we met up at the House of Blues, Mandalay Bay. I, I was like super anxious driving there because the traffic was really crappy. And then they changed up the entire setup of the garage, how it works. So they have you have to pay to park now at the like MGM properties apparently. Really? Yeah. So I was pissed. I thought they only charged you if you stayed overnight or something like that. Uh, n- no, but uh, you don't have to pay if you're local. So you didn't have to pay. Huh? So you didn't. I didn't have to pay mostly because it, I'll get to that. It was oh, like okay, it was okay. like broken. Okay. And like the the thingy was broken, so I was just like, oh Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> you just strolled right through. <laughs> I just kind of yeah, I kind of strolled right through. But basically, I got there, met him up. Parking sucked, but once we got inside, I they started up right away because I got there kind of late. It was nine twenty. Holy shit! When did they start? Nine twenty. 
Yeah. They so, started at 920? Yeah. So there was like a band called Gravedigger who opened up for them. And we walked in right as they were done. So we got in right on time. There was like five minutes, and then this epic music started up. And I was like, whoa, this sounds really cool. And apparently they're a fantasy metal band, which I've never heard of that genre before either. But what they sang about a lot yesterday was like D&D and... Like fantasy shit, you know. Oh so my God. I was really excited because I'm a big geek myself. So I was like, "Oh my God, this reminds me of me playing D and D." So that was really fun, and uh, they, they sound really good too. They were like, they were singing a song called "The Bard Song." That's for you. Yeah, because I, you know, because I, I play a bard in D and D. So I was like, "This is my song." So I put my my lighter up in the air. I'm like, "This is to me." Just totally play that the next D and D. I will actually <laughs> next time we do a big battle. This is a tribute to me because <laughs> I'm so important. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, so they were like really amazing. They rocked out. They actually played the entire length of their album called Imagination, I believe it was called. And so it was, it was pretty badass. They had, uh, they had acoustic sessions and then they have, they had like, they had anywhere between like an acoustic session that was all slow and kind of cool. Right. And then they had anywhere to the extreme of like, like rocking out like with metal and everything. So I liked them a lot. I'm probably going to download them because they were, they were badass. I'm going to make you listen to them after this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Trying to get me to convert. Yeah. Convert to the fantasy metal. <laughs> The fantasy metal is life. The sea is not life anymore. It's fantasy metal who is life. <laughs> it's life. <laughs> That's cool. You found a new band to like. Yeah. And then, I mean, since the last podcast, we also started watching season three of Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Dude, that was good. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many what the fuck moments. <laughs> there is, you know? You, you got me hooked on that show. I watched, you know, seasons one and two on Netflix really fast. You're like, you should check out Penny Dreadful. I'm like, fine, I'll do it. And then I didn't think I was going to like it, but I love it. And then we started watching season three together. And it's been just a roller coaster of emotions the whole time. Yeah, because you don't know what to expect. So I don't want to ruin it for anybody listening. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to give massive spoilers, but if you haven't watched Penny Dreadful, you need, a, you need to get on that shit fast. It's on Netflix, the most updated season's on there, so mm-hmm. watch it. And I'm hoping, because they were talking about how Netflix might do a new season with them. Right. But then there are other rumors that they're not, so I'm hoping that they do. Mm. Just see. Well, we'll see after we finish the third season if it should be left alone. Well, but, it's a good enough show. But they might do a spinoff. I think a spinoff makes sense. Really? Uh-huh. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. Hey, if we find those details out, we could probably make a podcast about it. <laughs> It'll be one of our topics. <laughs> Uh, another thing that I uh, did since the last podcast, since I was uh, researching topics, is I heard about the Montreal Pitbull ban, and I kind of wanted to talk about it for this topic. And I know you hate talking about sad shit. I do hate talking about sad shit. But it'll be really fast. I just want I'm really passionate about it, so I wanted to just kind of briefly mention it. And then we'll move on to the more happy shit. Yeah, we don't want to make you listeners cry. Exactly. You know, get some Kleenexes. But basically, what happened was Montreal passed a law on Tuesday that banned, that's banning pit bulls. And all of this happened because a woman was attacked and killed by a pit bull. And her family basically was very angry. And I guess in, in this 
spurt of the moment was like, I'm going to take this to, you know, the courthouse and I'm going to keep pushing for this law to be made to ban all pit bulls. Uh, it's so messed up. I mean, I can understand, you know, the family's grieving. They lost a loved one due yeah. to a dog attack, but to ban all pit bulls? Yeah, I know. And it's kind of, it's really stupid because just because of the action of one pit bull, uh, all the other pit bulls have to... Have to suffer for it. Exactly. And one thing I read in the article is that after some DNA tests, they found out that the dog who attacked the woman was not even a pit bull. It was a boxer. And they're not going to stop Nope. the law? They're just going to keep going with it? No, they voted for it, and the council voted 37 to 23 for the ban. That's insane. Yeah, so basically on October 3rd, which is tomorrow, (laughs) after the podcast gets published but on october 3rd any pit bull or pit bull basically that resemble uh, any dog that basically resembles a pit bull will be what is their definition of resembling a pit bull it's very vague which makes me angry the the law is just like oh if your dog even looks like a pit bull basically you know if it has that face you know like the the face shape of a pit bull face yeah you know so basically any dog who's a pit bull that's in a shelter currently is going to be put down on October 3rd. Wow. That's insane. I mean, that's 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 so sad just to know that all those dogs are going to be dying. Yeah. You know, because we do have a lot of pit bulls here at the animal shelters, and especially at our um, animal shelter here where they actually do euthanize pit bulls. Yeah. It's, it's really sad. And then also on the other side of that law, for the pit bulls who are not, in the shelter currently, uh, if they if you own a pit bull in Montreal, you have to pay a fine like one hundred and fifteen dollars for a permit. Are you serious? Yeah, one hundred and fifteen dollars for a permit. But that's not only the only thing you have to do. You have to you also have to sterilize them. You have to microchip them. You have to uh, keep a muzzle on them at all times. And I feel like that is just that is just absurd. It really is. All right. Yeah, I don't really understand. You have to go to such great lengths to be able to even keep a pit bull. It's going to make people not want to keep them. Yeah, especially for the low-income families who, how much is this going to cost them? I mean, if it's $115 for just a permit. How much is the other stuff going to cost you? I hope this is not going to cost people their pit bulls because they can't afford to do these requirements that the city's putting upon them, you know? Um, right. That That's insane. And I know that Quebec is trying to follow suit with Ontario because Ontario banned pit bulls as well. And other states in America has banned pit bulls. And I just don't really see why. With all the good things we hear about Canada, this is just a bad thing. You know, Canada is great, but come on, man. Pit bulls, they'll make all the other pit bulls suffer because of a few bad ones in the in the. Yeah, pack. I really think it all goes down to how people raise their animals. Yeah. If you treat them with lots of love and kindness and respect, then you're not going to have a dog go out and attack other people. Exactly. You know, it's just like saying, oh, one person killed thousands of people. That means all people are bad. Yeah. If you're going to if you're going to say it to like a race, you're going to say, oh, well, let's go with like all Asian people should all be put to death because of one Asian. Person, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because of Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly that's what it is. You know, they're saying it's what all pit bulls are bad yeah. because one pit bull did something bad. So that's exactly what it turns to. Like, oh, one, one, all people are bad because one human did something bad. Mm-hmm. So, but on the brighter side of things, there is something you could do to help. You could, uh, you could sign petitions online. There is 
a petition on change.org and there's other sites like GoFundMe where you could donate to the cause. Um, another thing you could do is contact the Montreal SPCA to to adopt a pit bull in, outside of the city of Montreal. So you could help them out. You know, if you're if you're near the area, or you know somebody who's near the area, you could contact them and say, hey, I want to pick up a pit bull. I want to adopt one. You know, don't shop. Adopt because there's so many dogs that are really good that need your love. Yeah, and, and it's not just pit bulls; it's all dogs and shelters. Exactly. So, so don't go to the pet stores and buy your cute little, fancy little dogs. Yeah. Go to the animal shelters because that's where they really need the help the most. And even though this podcast is going to get published after the October third thing, this is also good just to get the news out because of the dogs that could go into the shelter after the fact mm-hmm. dogs that they find or that they pick up because their don- owners couldn't afford to do all these things like get the permit afterwards and have to go to the shelter so i'm getting the message out there anyways right now yeah so sign this petition guys and do all you can to help <laughs> right on a much happier note relating to animals harambe is making a new movie Harambe himself is making the movie? No. <laughs> the mo- there's going to be a movie based on Harambe. I like the other one better, where Harambe is making the movie. He comes back from the dead, and he records Harambe. Why they killed me. <laughs> That's not what I meant. But anyways, a CEO of Relativity Media, Ryan Cavana, recently tweeted that if his post was retweeted one million times, he was going to make a Harambe movie. Shit, man. I know, right? So as of September 23rd, he has ret- his post has been retweeted 230,000 times. Wow, 230,000 people really love Harambe. Or maybe it's just one person just completely retweeting, I want to see him. I don't think that's how it works. It needs Because you can't, you have to untweet or retweet. I don't think that's how it works. So. I don't have a Twitter, so I don't know how it works. That's, well, that's not how it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the... I mean, do you think a Harambe movie should happen? Because I don't know. You know, I don't I don't even care anymore. At this point, there's so many movies being remade or made, and I don't care, I guess. I mean, like, if people are that passionate to retweet this a million times for this movie to happen, just mm-hmm. let it happen for that million people. I mean, either we'll watch it or not, you know? We'll probably still watch it. Probably. <laughs> just to, just to be like, out. what the hell is this movie about, you know? The, the trailer for the movie would be Sarah McLaughlin singing in the <laughs> And it'll be like slow motion Harambe falling down. That's really horrible. Oh but. my god. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> wow. I hate that commercial. And I always feel bad every time I watch it. And then I have to go and hug my dog. Aww. But like, I love you. You're so lucky you're not on that commercial with those other sad dogs. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't know if a Harambe movie should be made. I mean, I just don't understand why it's gotten so out of hand with all the memes. Because the internet, the internet <laughs> happened. Like, anything <laughs> happens in, in this world nowadays. Like, something even so minuscule that you think is not even important. Somebody out there is going to think it's that important. They're going to retweet it or they're going to tweet it out. And all their friends are going to be like, oh, that's interesting. And then it gets so big that the whole world, like, out of nowhere just starts caring about it. Like... Okay, this is my business now. Mm-hmm. And the Harambe thing caused a lot of controversy because it half did. the people were like, oh, you could have just like, you know. Tranquilized Tranquilized them. them. And then half the people were like, oh, yeah, they did the right thing, you know. They like, should have saved that baby. But I just don't understand how that baby got to the enclosure anyways. 
don't know. <laughs> he's trying to take a picture and the fella, I don't know. He got a selfie stick out. He's leaning over the <laughs> railing. I don't, I, I honestly don't know. And it's, it's a little ridiculous, but the Harambe thing got really big, but a lot of memes back in, a lot of things get big, you know? So I think it'll be a little bit more popular for a little while longer and then people will forget about it just like they forget about everything else. We'll see, because when we went to the, the NotFest concert, all I kept hearing was, Dick's out for Harambe! And that was the first time I've ever heard about it. So I was like, where is this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> That's, why would you stick your dicks out for Harambe? Why, why would you, you stick your dicks out, period? Yeah, why are you whipping your dick out for Harambe? I mean, that's weird. It's a gorilla, man. That's kind of like bestiality in a way. <laughs> <laughs> so like when we're going to go see the movie, we're probably going to be surrounded by people who are going to whip their dicks out when the credits start rolling. <laughs> I'm like, Pee Wee Herman, is that you? <laughs> He's like, ha, 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 no. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryan, the guy who tweeted out the message initially about the, hey, one million retweets and I'll make the Harambe movie, mm-hmm. he tweeted out after that that what what should be a good name for the Harambe movie, he, he pulled out on Twitter, he said, here's three names, which one do you like better? One of them is Harambe's Return, which makes no sense. It's like, is it like Return of the Jedi or like? Where is he returning from the grave? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> is, is it, it a zombie movie? Is it a Harambe, the child? Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's like, so that was one of them. The second one is Fallen, Harambe's Tale. I'm like, eh, that's that kind of stupid. Sounds like a kids movie. Yeah, and then the third option was More Than a Gorilla. I'm like that. That sounds like a fucking L'Oreal Paris commercial. <laughs> Easy, easy, beautiful, <laughs> easy, breezy, that, beautiful cover, cover gorilla. <laughs> I, in my opinion, the movie should just be called Harambe because it's just, it gets attention. Everybody right? knows who Harambe is. Exactly. Just say Harambe. Right? And you know how most movies, they, they say a title and they're always followed by a tale about how a young boy met a dog. Something stupid like that, motivational, <laughs> that makes you want to watch the movie, right? Yeah. I think this one should be Harambe. How the death of one gorilla made the entire nation whip out their dicks. Based on a true story, <laughs> I give it two dicks up. <laughs> we're horrible people. I mean, we're like totally making fun of like, we're not making fun of Harambe, but we're just making fun of this entire thing in general. Yeah, we're, we're, we're big animal lovers, so please, PETA, don't come out. Especially after the first topic we talked about. I mean, we, we, we support the pit bulls and we support the Harambes out there. You know, there's more than one Harambe. Um, per, well, every you support time, the Harambes. Exactly, the Harambes. Because every time you look at a gorilla now, you're going to be like, it's Harambe! <laughs> Stereotyping. All gorillas, oh, okay. are, all gorillas are now Harambe. Basically. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. So, maybe this movie will happen. And, um, I mean, yeah, he did promise that it would be made. So, we'll see if he holds up, up to that promise. Hopefully. For the million, for the one million people who really want this movie to happen. I know, right? There was something I saw on Facebook, like... Oh my god, I'm scared. There's a lot of things that happen on Facebook. Like last week, I was scrolling on Facebook, and I saw a Facebook Live video of Harambe's funeral at the zoo, where he... You know, where he died. Was it like a legit funeral? I think so. I didn't stay... I was at work. I wasn't like gonna look at Facebook for that long, you know, I just kind of was like browsing through it for like a second, uh-huh. and I, I clicked on the link because I was really interested in what the hell this, what, why is 
they're a funeral and people dress like gorillas. What? <laughs> yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. So basically, it was Facebook Live video, Harambe's funeral. That's what it was titled. And I watched it for like two minutes. And literally for two minutes, it was just people walking by in a zoo like a normal day. And the whole time, there was like four people dressed up as gorillas right next to a casket. And I'm not sure if that was a real casket or they brought it in as a prop. Or if Harambe was really in there. There's so many unanswered questions. I was going to say, how are they able to get that through the, the checkout? How are they the able tickets? to dress up as gorillas? We can't even bring in chapstick to not vest. <laughs> These people were able to bring on full-on gorilla costumes. caskets. I don't understand. Did anyone, like, look at them? Were they just walking by? People were, like, glancing, I guess. I, I don't know. It was just weird. I just... There was just people dressed up as gorillas... And it's, it was a Harambe funeral, apparently. So I'm really curious to know if there was an actual Harambe funeral or if if it was just a joke. Because if it was a joke, that's just mean. Yeah, that <laughs> is really messed up if that was a joke. I mean, just let his body rest, please. Let Harambe rest. He's up with Simba. <laughs> <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> Okay, so other animal movie news. Them, they're actually going to be making a so-called live-action Lion King movie. Yeah, kind of like the uh, like the Jungle Book too. Yeah, right. So it's because based on the success of Jungle Book, because they said that they made like a lot of money, like nine hundred sixty-five point eight million dollars worldwide of Jungle Book alone. Can they donate like a million of that to me? I know, right? Even like. One percent of that. Please yeah. give it to me. <laughs> that would help so much. But yeah, so Disney's been been re- Disney has been remaking a lot of their classic anime movies into live action. Yeah. So with this one, I'm not sure how they're gonna do it. If they're gonna be all CGI or if it's gonna be like Broadway, where they're humans but they're kind of dressed up as the Lion King characters. I'm kind of confused because there really there isn't really a lot of information. I hope it's not it. with real animals, because then they'll have to, like, how are they going to do the wildebeest scene? Uh, can I borrow a baby lion to throw it into a wildebeest stampede, please? And then we're going to say at the ending, no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> they'll teach the lions to, like, jump on the giraffe's heads when they do that little <laughs> animal pyramid at the I Just Want to Be King song. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, that'll take a lot of training. That, that is a lot. Yeah, so I'm just curious how how they're gonna make this be live action, but there was one web, web one website that I found out. Um, they did say that Disney's press release didn't say that the movie would be live action. Okay. So, but for some reason, all the other media sites are saying that it is. It doesn't make sense to me calling yeah. it live action because they called the Jungle Book like remake the they live action live one. Action. They called it live action. I don't think that's considered live action because the only person that was alive in the entire movie was the freaking kid. <laughs> Everything else was CGI. He's just talking to himself. Yeah, the entire movie. That would be so creepy. He's like a kid. I'm just talking yeah. to myself, you know. And so everything else in the movie was CGI, basically. So I'm thinking that's exactly what's going to happen with The Lion King. But there were no there were no people in The Lion King. So I'm yeah, thinking, so it's going to be all CGI. So basically, it's like... A step down from animation? I don't, I don't know. Like, a yeah. more real version of animation? It, it just doesn't seem... It's not live action if it's there's no real people acting in the movie. Right. So, 
don't know. I guess we'll see. And I know that a lot of Disney fans are upset about the remake because they're like, why are you going to ruin such a great movie? Yeah. Because it's already, you know, it's awesome. So what else are you going to... Why, why why ruin a good thing? Yeah. So a lot of people are upset about it. A lot of people are upset that um, they're going to be making a live action or even redoing it an animated film. That's what it... Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're just trying to milk whatever they can, you know? They, I mean, they've remade Maleficent. They've remade uh, Jungle Book already. They rem- they're remaking Beauty and the Beast. They're remaking a whole bunch of Disney movies that were classics. So I just think they're just like, hey, uh, you know, the people who were kids that watched this are adults now. They could afford movie tickets. Let's, like, remake the movie so they could spend money on this movie now. Yeah, and you know we will. Yeah, but Maleficent was a whole different thing. It was, like, her side of the story. True. It wasn't actually... I actually like that movie, too, so... I mean, yeah. it could be good, but I, I I don't think they should remake Lion King, in my opinion, because it was really good as an animated... Like, an animated movie. Yeah. And if you make it live action, it just wouldn't be the same. Like, if it was going to be a... If you're going to remake a animated movie about people, that would be different, because then actual actors could act it out. But this is going to be all CGI, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be all CGI, just like the Jungle Book was, and I didn't enjoy the Jungle Book. I didn't. It was it was okay. Like I went to see it, and I was just like, man, there's just like, there's no. You can't really portray emotion really well, even on a CGI character. Mm-hmm. They could do what they could do with the technology they have nowadays. Mm-hmm. So they capture some emotion, but you cannot portray emotion the same way a, a human being can. I don't know. I actually like the Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you like it? I don't know. It. it it was something different. It was, it kind of took me back to when I was a kid. Like everything was, just came to life, you okay. know? And I know there were some scenes that weren't in the animated one. So it was different. Like when he went to the, to see King Louis, like, that was different. King Louis was not this giant ass. Yeah. I liked that it was played by Christopher Walken. Cause it yeah. even, he sounded like he was from New York. He's like, I want to be like you. <laughs> this one goes because it's going to be like real looking lions it's not going to be all cute little animated lions we'll see how this goes yeah i'll still go see it i'll still go see it too i mean we could talk about it whenever it comes out you know uh but the the guy who what john fabro i'm probably pronouncing that wrong yeah yeah john he's directing the movie so it could be good i mean he directed the live action jungle book he directed iron man one and two and he also directed the uh, the office, the show. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he has good potential for being a good director. So it could go really well, or on the other spectrum, it could just go really bad. So I did see some other websites where they were trying to like cast like the actual actors, not like in like a voice, but the actual actors and be playing the movie. And they said they wanted Vin Diesel as like Mufasa. Why? And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Vin Diesel. Yeah. The only thing I can't I can't take Vin Diesel seriously anymore, especially after he, the the movie The Pacifist. Remember oh that yeah, one? The Pacifier. The Pacifier. The pacifist. Whatever, same shit. I had the first two letters right. <laughs> the first three letters right. The pass. pass you no. just can't take Pacifier seriously when he was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, go go save that baby. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll talk about it like. 
whenever it comes out, when we go see it, because, you know, we will. We'll spend our money on it. Mm-hmm. But Take my money! <laughs> take my money, you stupid Disney! And I'll buy the $50 worth of popcorn and candy. I will. I sneak it into my mom purse. I'm not even a mom, Your but fanny I... fanny pack? No, I don't have a fanny pack. That was for not fest only. But... I have a mom purse, even though I'm not a mom, and I just sneak all my fucking snacks. I brought a whole entree of, like, Chinese food to the movies once. Hell. <laughs> I'm going to feast out and we'll watch this movie. But people aren't looking at you like, hey, girl, let me have some. I'm like, no, fuck yourself. <laughs> but but uh, talking about, like, movie remakes and shit, uh, Jumanji is getting a sequel, which is awesome. I'm really excited about that. I'm kind of iffy on that. Yeah? Yeah. No, I have, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited mostly because it's, Jumanji. I'm not so excited about the actors playing in Jumanji. It's being made with Jack Black, Kevin Hart, and (laughs) The Rock, which you know I can't take them seriously because why? Because they're known for comedy. I mean, they're they're good actors when it comes to comedy movies, but if you're going to make a movie like like Jumanji, I mean, like, it's Probably most likely going to be just all funny. Can I just ask you, why is Kevin Hart and The Rock are always in these movies together? I feel like, <laughs> you know, I feel like they're the new James Franco and Seth Rogen. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like a package. If you, if you want the, the Rock, you have to get Kevin Hart as well. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think Kevin, oh, Kevin Hart's so short, he probably just piggybacks on, like, yeah. The Rock's back. And he's like, I'm going wherever you go. <laughs> But, oh my god! But uh, basically, they're saying it's not going to be like a reboot. It's going to just be a continuation of Jumanji, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be con- a continuation. And if you remember from the original Jumanji, it ended with two two girls like walking on the beach in France, and they found the the game was in the sand. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have an idea that one of those girls. Is found the game. They're like, oh, I'm gonna play it, and she got caught in the game, and that's who the lady is. Cause Karen Gillan, she's the actress in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's seen in one of the pictures wearing like kid sized clothes, and she even tweeted about it. She's like, yes, I'm wearing kid sized clothes, but I promise it's for a good reason, something like that. And I'm like, I know, I I think I know it's that. So I made like my own theory. It's like she's the French girl and the, on the beach, and she she picked up the game. And she got caught in it because she was a stupid bitch. And she didn't know how to win the game. So yeah. she got sucked in the board. As, as far as the <laughs> other characters go, I, I have no idea. She just randomly meets them in the jungle. They're like, hey, who are you? <laughs> We're black people. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Have you never seen a black person before? <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that one, but I did see some rumors online that the movie would be about a group of kids in detention who get sucked into the game. Really? Okay. Um, and it's a video game, not a board game. I heard that too. Yeah, I was hearing so many things, but I just that was just my theory, you know, like the yeah. whole friend because that's how it ended. But in the we, last we one. don't, yeah, we won't really know. But the movie does come out in July twenty eighth of two thousand seventeen. So hmm. We'll find out. How would you think it would work if it was an actual video game? Like, how would they act that out? I don't know. That's what baffles me because I thought Jungle Book was just the board game. And there's much more mystery behind it. Like, how did this board game get You mean Jumanji? You said Jungle Book. I'm sorry, not Jungle Book. Jumanji! There's so many J's! So many jungles! (laughs) Jumanji, yeah. But, I mean, it's a board game. So, I've always wondered, like, it just seems more mysterious to me. Like, wow, who made this board game? 
why is it here? You know, but with a video game, it's like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> you can just press the reset button and make all those bad things go away. True, true. But at the same time, <laughs> I was one of the things I was reading online, too, is a, about the video game. One of the, one of the theories that they, one of the, you know, that they had was that the board games were popular back when the first Jumanji came out. So that's why it was able to appeal to crowds better. But nowadays, board games aren't as popular, and that's probably why they're leaning towards like the that's video not, game. But that's not true, though. That's what I mean. That, that's what they said in the article. Oh. They said, like, oh, back in the day, the uh, board games were much bigger, and now it's, you know, more about, like, video games and stuff. So that's, you know. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that if it is going to be about video games, it's mostly because it's more popular nowadays. And I think that would be stupid to make it about video games, because that's not Jumanji. That's... It wouldn't be it's even. Not, a, it yeah. wouldn't even be a continuation. What did somebody it's do? It's like an alternate reality. Yeah, like I mean, like what did somebody do? Take the board game and put it on a scanner and turned it into a <laughs> turn into a video game. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Or studied the the board game and then like programmed it in a in a in a video game way. Like okay, this game works like this. I'm just gonna program it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But I wonder because you know the late Robin Williams was in it. I wonder if they're gonna pay trip to him. Maybe in the movie, we'll see. I I don't I don't I hope not. I know that sounds wrong, but I think it, this movie won't live up to the original Jumanji. Well, definitely for sure. It's yeah. Not. So I hope not because it's then like be more comedy. Robin Williams is gonna be rolled around his grave. Like, why would you do this? Seriously. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically it, you know, for Jumanji and. I hope it's good. I, I, I'm going to go see it still. I hope it's somewhat good. It's not going to live up to it. And whatever. We'll find out. We have all these new movies that are coming out. Yeah, I'm like getting frustrated. <laughs> like I'm just like, there's too many movies to go see. And I'm just going to get frustrated because they're like, like, half of me is like, oh, I'm so happy they're making that. And then the other half of me is like, why would they make that? <laughs> like Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen that I either. I haven't seen it either. I don't know if I want to go see it. You know, I like the original oh, Ghostbusters. It's I like, know. don't don't remake things. Like, don't mess up with my childhood. Exactly. Leave it alone. <laughs> why don't you just make new ideas? Make a new movie. Write a new story. I felt like back in the 90s, there was like so many possibilities for new movies. Mm-hmm. And now they're just remaking movies from the 90s because they ran out of ideas. So I'm kind of glad I was born in the 90s because it's like, I got all the good new things that are popular now still. all the cool stuff. I actually had a Jumanji board game when I was little. Are you serious? I'm so sad I don't have it anymore. Oh, you don't, you never got sucked in. That's good, right? Yeah, because we always beat the game. (laughs) We need to go to Meepleville and play that game. They do have it at Meepleville. Yeah, I know they do. If you guys don't know what Meepleville is, it's a giant like board game cafe here in Las Vegas. They have... Like, over a thousand board games, I think it is, or, like, a few hundred. They have hundreds of board games, and it's only $5. Make you holla. Just, it's only $5 just to get in and play all day. Exactly. So, you should check it out. We, I still haven't checked it out, but I really want to go. I just keep hearing things from you and stuff, so. Yeah, and they're going to expand it. They're in the process of expanding it, so they're going to have, like, alcohol there. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Alcohol and board games. What could go wrong? I know, right? <laughs> Well, anyways, everybody, thank you for listening to episode 10, the big 10. And we're signing out. If uh, you're interested, you can find us on Podbean, Facebook, Twitter, Google Play Music. And we're now on YouTube. We're putting putting up clips and stuff like that from segments from our episodes. So go check that out. 
And I'm my homework is to add it on iTunes. I give up with that. <laughs> I failed. I give up with iTunes. So that's why I have you. You're my trusty Asian co-host. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye.